Today on episode 130 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you need to hire a hacker, well today I'm going to tell you about a resource where there are all kinds of hackers just waiting to do your dirty work for you. Oh, and maybe some legitimate work too. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Good Monday morning. This is The Computer Tutor Podcast, and I'm your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. You know, I probably shouldn't say good Monday morning, since there's a good chance you aren't listening to this on a Monday. But that is when this show comes out every Monday morning, and I've been doing that for the last 130 episodes, which is about two and a half years. Why do I do it? Well, it's a good promotional tool for my computer business, I can't deny that. But I actually enjoy doing this podcast because I like to show you how to do things with your computer that maybe you didn't know you could do. And I try to explain everything in really simple language, not computer language. And speaking of promoting my business, I would like to fix your computer for you. I can make it run faster, I can get rid of viruses and malware, all kinds of stuff, and I can most likely do all that remotely, so you don't have to bring it into a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. Today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 130. So let's get started. If you hear the word hacker, what does that word mean to you? You know, that word has actually gone through quite a change over the past several years. Back in the early days of computers, a hacker was always a bad guy. Not necessarily an actual criminal, but someone who was trying to sneak into some computer that he really didn't have a legitimate reason to be in. And in some cases, it was actually criminal activity, like trying to get into a bank's computer to transfer money from someone else's account into his account or something like that. Well, back then, and we're really talking like back in the early 80s, that was when I first started to get interested in computers. I had my Commodore 64, which at that time was pretty amazing. I actually remember spending $219 just for the floppy disk drive for that computer. But the thing that really brought hacking to the spotlight was a movie called War Games. It came out in 1983, and the main star was Matthew Broderick. And he was only 21 years old then. He played the part of a high school kid, a computer whiz kid. And at first he showed his girlfriend how he could hack into his school's computer and change his grade in one of his classes, like from a D to an A or something like that. Of course, then the real discovery was when he somehow figured out a way to get into a U.S. military computer, and he ends up possibly starting World War III. Of course, things are a lot more sophisticated than that now, and it's actually kind of funny to watch movies with old technology like that one, where he actually had to take his home telephone handset and set it on the dial-up modem in order for his computer to communicate with some other computer. So that kind of put hackers in a bad light because it showed all the bad stuff they can do if that's what they're determined to do. But, you know, today, hacking has taken on a much broader meaning. 
Now it often means just finding an easier or a more efficient way to do something. And there's even a website called Lifehacker, and that's at lifehacker.com, where they talk about all kinds of different categories of hacks that make life easier. Like, for example, if your car headlights are really cloudy and you just can't scrub them, you know, to be clear again, try rubbing toothpaste on them, especially whitening toothpaste. Smear it on, then wipe it off. That's a car hack. Or how about a kitchen hack? This is how you can peel potatoes without using a potato peeler. Just boil the potato, then put it in ice water. The skin separates from the inside of the potato, and you can just peel it right off. In fact, if you do a Google search for just about anything followed by the word hack, you'll find some pretty cool ways to get things done. Do they all work as described? Who knows? A lot of them sound pretty cool, so you'll probably want to try out a few just to see what happens. But what some people are looking for is the old-style computer hacker. Someone that can do something that's maybe a little shady, maybe more than a little shady. Where would you go if you needed someone like that? Well, first of all, for the record, I don't recommend you hiring anyone to do anything that's illegal or immoral. But there's a website where you can supposedly hire people to do things with computers that the average person doesn't know how to do. The website is hackerslist.com. Just like a list of hackers, which is basically what it is. Hackerslist.com. The website matches hackers with people looking for hackers. So if you're a hacker, you create a profile on there and you talk about all the stuff that you supposedly know how to do and you hope that maybe someone sees your profile and hires you. But more often, the way people come together is that someone that's not a hacker will post a job that they want to hire a hacker for. And then the hackers on the site look through all the job listings, and they bid on how much they would charge to do that particular job. Even if you aren't looking to hire a hacker, it's pretty interesting just to browse around the site and see what kind of jobs people want to have done. Here are a few that I saw recently. Fiancé Gmail Password. I would like the current password of my fiancé's Gmail account due to work issues he's having that he will not let me help him with that are affecting our relationship. Obviously, remaining discreet and professional. Willing, that person's willing to pay 200 to $300 for that. You know, when I saw that, I just felt kind of sad. You know, this couple is engaged to be married, and before they even get married, one of them is already trying to secretly read the other one's email. Great way to start a marriage, right? Here's another one. It's titled Clean Driving Record. I need a hacker to clean my driving record in Arizona. Recently received a DUI with blood alcohol content greater than 0.08. Also, remove any driving tickets I may have and remove my suspension that's currently in place. And that person's willing to pay $100 to $1,000. Now, this one is one that I really question if it's even possible. Is it really that easy for a hacker to get into the computer of the Arizona Department of Motor Vehicles and erase a DUI and reverse a driver's license suspension? The only way I could see that happening would be if the so-called hacker isn't really a computer hacker, but someone that actually works at the Arizona DMV. But I'm sure if they get caught doing this, they're going to at least lose their job, and they probably end up going to jail for it. But I suppose some people would be willing to risk that for $1,000. Obviously, there's a lot of stupid people in jail already.
Well, how about this one? It's called Credit Report. Fix credit bureau information and erroneous data stored. That person says he's willing to pay $500 to $2,000 for that hacking job, but this is another one that just really doesn't make sense. If your credit report has false or incorrect information on it, you can get it removed for free just by contacting the particular credit bureau that's reporting it. It doesn't take any hacking skills to do that. Now, theoretically, if you hire a hacker through this website, you're protected because the money you pay can be held in escrow until you report that you're satisfied with the completed job. So there is at least that protection. Plus, every hacker that gets hired can have a review done so that the person who hired him can give him a rating. That way you can check the ratings before you hire him. If a hacker doesn't maintain a good rating or if he has too many disputes, he's supposed to get kicked off the site. Now, does this site actually work? I don't know. As part of the research for this podcast episode, I'd created a profile for myself. I didn't even list any particular skills, nothing at all. But I've already had some people message me about hiring me to do some hacker work. Fortunately, I can ignore all those requests because I'm busy enough with fixing my clients' computers. But if you sign up for HackersList.com, either as a hacker or someone that wants to hire a hacker, I'd be interested in hearing how it worked out. And before I sign off today, I wanted to read you this email I got after last week's episode where I talked about the nanny scam. My friend Dick from Missouri wrote, Congrats to your wife for landing a job she's passionate about. Sounds like a win-win-win for the couple, your wife, and the baby. And congrats to you for another great podcast. Very informative, and I appreciate you sending this out every week. Well, thanks, Dick, and I appreciate you listening. As you can probably tell, I kind of enjoy doing this podcast. And when it stops being fun, that's when I stop doing it. And if you want to email me a message like Dick did, you can send it to pctutor at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a message on my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.